Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Jules, we're so ill. Both me and you, mate. I know. It's like <laughs> we were so excited last week to be like the UBP is reaching its the final UBR. one for the uh, for the year 2023 <laughs> UBP, and now it's just so like, oh my god. I tell you what, though, like shout out to everybody listening to this who's currently ill because there's yeah. something do. Every time you say you're ill, someone will from the generation above us will lean in the door and say, you know, something's going around, and but something is literally going around right now. Listen, the amount of people that are ill. I'm just saying there was like a big thing that went around a couple of years ago and just because we're not talking about it now doesn't mean that it has actually disappeared so there's a lot of people no, getting true. double sick over from one and then leading into like a seasonal flu or cold like, i'm just yeah. saying the conspiracy it's not it is that it's still here oh, I would say, thankfully when i did the covid test still coming back negative and i was yeah. i had about a week and a half of um just like a general scratchy throat thing yeah. that was like went away and i was like cool i've got energy again still sound bad but i've got energy again. i can record stuff and then like did all that stuff and uh, and then this morning i'm like did i just catch something else did i just yeah. catch another thing and that's that's um, the worst thing about it isn't it is that like i i can put up with an illness if the head yeah. is in the game but if right. i'm not getting enough oxygen to my brain in order to think <laughs> properly it's so annoying like i had a moment last night where i almost wanted to just get like you know what i wonder what would happen if i just physically disfigured myself and chopped my nose off so i could actually get <laughs> access to my nasal passages properly could i live with that and i was like i'm that annoyed with not being able to breathe that yeah my... i could see that as a future possibility yeah that was my thing the other day where i was just i was just so annoyed at my own head i was just like can you just f off for yeah. a bit like i'm sick of just having this stupid bone feeling and then there's um, cold, cold or fluy scott in the in your head just going like no no, <laughs> no just, i've got to stay here i do apologize like, by the way to all of the audience members who'll be listening same. who may catch the errant sniffs and coughs from scott and i today <laughs> like we don't mean it and i apologize because it is not like it like it's less asmr and more asmr you guys okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> are you still alive yeah. i think like hopefully there's some sort of weird twisted communal side to this where i guarantee you like some portion of the audience will also be ill Anyway, but, we should probably um, tell people who we are, what we're doing, and what we're on about. They know, but also, yes, I'm Scott Taylor, <laughs> that's Jules Gillis, is the Entitled Banter Podcast, the UBP, the UBP, UBP the, the UBP. UBP. Where we take people's questions, talking points, etc. Now, I forgot to put the tweet out um, to get fresh questions, but we got tons from the previous weeks, and we always have loads because everybody's lovely anyway, so lots to get through. Forgot or carefully orchestrated to make sure that no one <laughs> felt left out. I prefer the latter, my friend. Uh, yeah, that was the plan all along. Yeah. I'm, I'm Santa Claus in it. That was the, uh, it was the, the goodwill <laughs> for all. Um, but we'll get through as many questions as we can. We'll see how long we survive. Um, probably about we can half do an it. hour we or can so. do it. We can do it. 
We can get there. Question from George Jackson, who says, Festive greetings. I finally finished Spider-Man 2, and it was glorious. But now that we're at the end of the year, what release or rumoured release are you most looking forward to next year? Oh, that's a tough one. Do you know what, actually? I know what it is, but I know it's mm. a contentious one because um, it's going to be Pal World. Now, the reason why I've oh, chosen God. that game is because, uh. and I'm not drawing comparisons to Pal World and the day before, I'm just saying, right, that you've got a, a game studio that promised a lot and under-delivered immensely, right? Now, Pal mm. World is promising even more than the uh, than the facets that the day before was promising and now i'm not saying that they are in any way shape or form the same type of thing <laughs> i'm just so fascinated by a game that is promising to be an mmo rpg with survival and building elements that is also pokemon that is also a shooter like that to me if it comes off it will uh, be like we were saying before about the ubisoft taking one aspect and perfect uh, like turning it to the perfect form it could mm. be the game of 2023 uh, 2024 yeah. sorry but it does also stand uh, the risk of collapsing in on itself because that is way too many elements for a first-time mm. developer to really be pushing. But you know what? I wish them the best. I want it to succeed. The thing with that is that it's so nakedly the stitched together parts. Like it's the it's Pokemon plus guns plus yeah. all the like the open world arbitrary stuff. Um, you tell but me, I guess you, it's... Uh, to, to quote CM Punk, mate, where's the lie when it comes to uh, <laughs> what's the bad thing about that? Because I want to play that game. Tell me when I'm telling lies. Yeah, yeah I yeah. feel like, I mean, I don't know. I, yeah, I, that was one of those things where when they first showed it, I couldn't believe it was real. I remember you showed me the trailer of it, being like, look, it's like a, a weird Snorlax-looking thing with a couple of twin yeah. Uzis. And yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, sure, why not? Um, I can't think of that much many things off the top of my head that are rumoured for next year. I'm definitely psyched for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth just because I need to know what the hell they're doing with the story. Yeah. And I don't know if I trust them. Did you play the remake uh, in 2020? No, I haven't, actually. It's like one okay. of those things where it's on my big list of games to play. But unfortunately, Scott, you know me I will take like if somebody comes up to me and says hey Jules do you want to play this like fascinating um, console <laughs> or PC breaker that is everyone's going mad about and I'll be like nah I'd rather play an indie game from 1993 right. mate like, like, just, <laughs> like I'm, I'm just stuck in my way I've got my what is it like 3,000 pound rig that workers like set us up yeah. with and I'm playing like bloody uh a point and click adventures on uh, good old games like <laughs> he's getting the best version of asteroids going that he possibly you can you best believe I am it's got to be done um, yeah but I think for Final Fantasy 7 uh, the remake they changed loads of stuff with the story towards yeah. the end and it's very much in no man's territory right now um, no man's land territory and I, I don't know what they're going to do with it and I kind of just need to know there's oh, so much will money live. If, you, if that's the thing we're skirting around Aerith oh, will you, live in this if like, you've not played it there's like they go they go so far with mm. like breaking the entire timeline yeah, open yeah. and doing all these different things but you um, know what I, I, have a, I actually have a bit of a problem with that and I'm not mm. saying that this cannot like uh, end out in like an amazing story but because everyone expects Aerith to die right that the fact that she's going to be able she's going to live like there is the hands down because she even in the promotional trailer it's like save yeah, they're me teasing save it me so like that. it's like it's so obvious that they're going to do the bait and switch here uh -huh. but the problem is is that Final Fantasy 7 really has super impetus because of the fact you lose such a beloved party member. If we end up going through this game without having the death that spurs us on in order to actually you know, take down Sephiroth and actually feel like you took away Cloud's love interest, his like, mm. one true love and it, it, it I mean, it's like, Tifa for me, but you know I, know, I, mean? I know, I know, I know it's, uh, that's kind of like how it shakes out, but at the end of the day 
if they do that, then it's going to be like, oh, well, where's the actual drive of the story? It's just mm. another big bad who wants to destroy the world. It's not a mm. personal tale as much. I mean, yeah, it's part of their backstory about that they were cloud, uh, sorry, soldier in Soldier Together, but it doesn't have the same impetus. It doesn't. No, there's a there's a whole weird thing with all that stuff. Like by the time you get to the end of the remake, they've shaken that stuff up so much, and Aerith herself is kind of like aware of the new timeline she's in, and it's yeah. like it's all really weird. And so like I I don't know the fact that it was Tetsuya Nomura who's putting it together, who's the Kingdom Hearts guy. It yeah. all felt very Kingdom Hearts. Um, and then, you know, going into this new one, he has stepped back. I think he's still, he's very much still involved in the project. Yeah. And I wonder how much he sketched out initially anyway. Um, but he doesn't have the, as much, assumedly, as much like authority, yeah, yeah. um, you know, oversight uh, as he did before. So I don't know what the rest of the team do with it. But that's my most anticipated game yeah. off the top of my head. Um, and I just, for me, I'm curious just what like the future of Sony is. I want more new IP. I want to see what they're doing. Like we're getting Death Stranding 2, but that's like a third party thing. Yeah. Um, um, and I think overall, it's that like we haven't had, you know, we know Wolverine's coming. It was leaked last week or whatever yeah. um, for in-game screenshots and stuff. But I want to know what the first party teams are doing. As we're recording this, um, there was a very recently Naughty Dog just said they're canceling oh, yeah, the Last of Us multiplayer. That's gone, yeah. Which, like, is a really interesting thing because, like, that only confirms what I always thought anyway, that all the, the live service push was a Jim Ryan thing, yeah. Jim Ryan stepping down, um, all those. Because it's in the wording of that announcement where they say if we did this, we'd have to, um, it would impact our single-player games. And it's like, you're phrasing that in such a way that it's exactly what people like me want to hear where you should be focusing on your single player stuff um, and so I wonder like what's Naughty Dog doing next do they have a new IP to announce are they getting yeah. the studio back on track um, you know what are the rest of those first party teams doing it may be yeah. that, like because obviously you've got to think that companies operate on like I, I'm only using this for like uh, the printing uh, business it's like a 180 day cycle like if you make mm. changes to a book you have like to wait another 180 days almost to get it like a new version of that book out there mm-hmm. now I imagine that the same thing is uh, true of the video game industry because they're such monumental projects and such they can't pivot as quickly as like uh, as you might think and i do wonder if like um us seeing the remastered versions of the last of us one and part two um when people are like this is such a cynical cash grab if those Mm. were like projects going down a list and then the last one before jim ryan left effectively was the multiplayer one and that's like okay Mm. finally we can action this and take it off this and now we're starting with a clean slate again like it's almost like you'd taken things so far with the other ones that they couldn't have stopped them at that point anyway. Well, it's like, there's, yeah, there's nothing, there's no more blood from that stone. Like, you've, yeah. you've remastered Last of Us Part Two uh, three years after it came out, yeah. and it's like, and the side-by-sides look exactly the same. Um, I think for the factions multiplayer thing, um, you know, they've said that if they wanted to do it, they'd have to support years' worth of um, additions and, and updates and everything, which they said that it's not going to do, and that comes after uh, Bungie appointed an internal review where they said it wasn't going to work, but then Bungie had layoffs, and they didn't hit their targets. They were 50% yeah. or 40% off revenue so the whole live service wing of sony just seems like a mess right now it's like you guys need to stick to your strengths you know it's a really smart decision though i think of them Mm. to actually can this and not just push ahead for watch it like flounder and then die because (laughs) with the um like recent additions to Fortnite, with like Mm. and you know Fortnite is the weirdest thing now by the way i don't know if you've seen it that's thing credit where credit is due it isn't just the game that you think it is it is Mm. now every game it is now everything (laughs) it is all encompassing and you know what from what i've seen of it i've like i hands up i've never played it before i've never ever like i I think i've done one one game and i was like cool i immediately see well nothing's a Fortnite. i just i haven't i've i have i've been a lot of it in 2017 when it first dropped this man like i feel like i have begrudging respect for Fortnite <laughs> because I don't like the the building aspect of it. I don't like right. how when I watch gameplay footage of it, I'm like, this is just too far beyond me. Mm. I like watching people play like 
the non-build stuff are like yeah. if it's on i'll like sit down and be like oh, okay cool I'll, I'll see how this goes mm-hmm. but now that they've added in so many modes so many um ways to play so many skins so many tie-ins so many of the, i'm just like you know what absolutely fair play they haven't just <laughs> gone through to the market and been like hey look here's a cynical cash grab sort of thing they've just gone nah screw it we're gonna make the game that is yes. everything for yeah. everyone oh and, man it's like yeah. you look at where they started in 2017 as like a PUBG, literally a PUBG ripoff. they yeah. announced it saying we love PUBG, we've made a battle royale yeah. mode and then they the, the real genius of it and it is you've got to give them their flowers to some point like they were then able to capitalize on that hype and then keep going and keep going they and just keep evolved. going they just went yeah and, and it's and like and yeah they, by they yeah. set the trends now that every other game is trying to pursue you and yeah. because they keep on hiring in some of the best directors the best um software engineers the best designers they end up with these modes that people just go you can do what in this yeah like we had a um sit down chat with um so it was the uh like the staff night out the other day we were like having a chat with them and they were just bringing up everything that was in Fortnite, and i was like sorry <laughs> what there's rock band in Fortnite." And yeah that, i ended that, up that redownloading my it. mind because i was just like that actually sounds amazing. That sounds really fun. It's a really weird beat, right? Because they've got, like, when you... Because well, I, I feel like I download Fortnite once every year or so just to see what the hell's going on with it. Just out of raw curiosity. I don't love the way it plays. Like, if I was going to play, like, a multiplayer game of PvP, yeah. I would play, like, a Call of Duty Titanfall or a Halo. Halo Infinite, by the way, super... Another segue. Halo Infinite's phenomenal again. Like, it's it's been yeah, a little while, but they've added right, loads to it. They've refined the hell out of thing. it. Oh, the, no, um, he's died. the network code and everything. Oh, sorry. So, he... Uh, Scott oh. experienced a massive oh, no. likes bag. He... Uh, he like, spike... Oh, lag spike. My, I can't get my words up. <laughs> my brain's mush. Um, now, on my end, you started waxing lyrical about Halo Infinite, and then you froze <laughs> like um, all of the Bungie haters or uh, the studio. They're all coming to get me. Yeah. No, yeah, Halo Infinite is legit incredible again. It's like they've added loads to it. The new firefight mode is phenomenal. Okay. I, uh, that's all I've been playing every other night. Um, but yeah, Fortnite, though, downloaded that thing because I was like, I want to see what's going on about it. And yeah, when you go into it, you get a really big launcher and you can launch regular Fortnite from this. It looks like a Netflix homepage Yeah, but now. it's like tons of different channels, effectively. You can yeah, literally. To. And it's like, and you can do, there's like Fortnite Lego. I'm going to sound like an old man here, but there's so many different things you can go on. But also they have Rock Band is just in there. It's called like Fortnite Performance or something. Festival, yeah. But what I and love, then they've got like a, a racing mode as well. I, I love the fact that it is everything for everyone. Uh, and like, it's, I mean, it's a bit dangerous when you end up with the sort of oligopoly, uh, monopoly of power <laughs> in this sense, where like every person plays it because it's got everything and they become so reliant on it that they can start just saying, hey, look, now you're going to pay through the nose for it. Well, it kind of just is the, <coughs> the the idea of the metaverse at this point. It's, I mean, the thing is like, I, I think it's impressive. I didn't love my time. I deleted it again. Like, I don't love yeah. my time with it. I think the variety of what's there is cool, but also it's like, hey, do you want to randomly play a, b- a bit of Rock Band or a bit of an arcade racing yeah. game and then a bit of a Battle Royale? And I'm like, sure. But it's like, it still feels like it bottoms out because it becomes the, the metaverse thing where it's like, you're not actually nailing any yeah. one of these anymore. For me, it's like, it's the skill ceiling. Like the actual um, like barrier to entry for this game for me coming in now as a fresh player is so high that I know Mm. that I will be absolutely destroyed again and again and again and I won't have fun because I won't be feeling like I'm actually entering into a level playing field. Mm. Everyone has played this game for years at this point and then there's Muggins over here who doesn't know what the gimmick is so I won't. I'll be like at least with like a Call of Duty or a Battlefield I can pick up a gun I can aim down the sights I can hopefully squeak out a victory Mm. 
But here, it's like the building, the constant use of abilities, the knowledge of the map inside out to go to specific spawn points, being able to be shot out of the air before you even land. It's just like, okay, <laughs> like, like I, I guess I'm having fun. The build, That's the thing. That's why they brought that no-build mode in because um, the building side of it, when you watch someone who knows how to build in Fortnite, their camera's all over the place I, and they build a fortress. physically sick, man. I, yeah, just, it's I look horrible. at it and I'm just like, I'm, I can't deal with this. Anyway, like we, we've been going on about Fortnite a lot already and I'm sure that the people here who uh, love the UBP are just going like, that's brilliant, Jules. Two old men who have a dislike for Fortnite. What a surprise. I do think it's like the, the, to round that out, I do think it's the harbinger of what every other platform is aiming for. Call yeah. of Duty HQ, Assassin's Creed Infinity, um, they're all trying to become the, the big platform. And I think if you look at the way Fortnite's laid out, even if you just download it to see what it looks like, like it is free, um, that is what they're aiming for. They want to have these big platforms, these big channels that you just play, uh, pick stuff off and load into other games like, from there. 100%, just a final point on this, is that yeah. that is the direction that Battlefield should be taken because it can't compete right. with Call of Duty on its own merits. It's not an arcade Twitch shooter, despite its sort of like moving towards it in recent times and it botched um 2049 so bad um when it came out because of the fact that it just wasn't that sci-fi shooter oh, yeah. that everyone wanted and it was just poorly optimized introducing wondersuite from bluehost.com website creation is hard but now with bluehost you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique wordpress website or store right away from there you can customize your design colors and content and Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So why don't they just bring out Battlefield as the like as a like a hub and you plug in eras and dates from old maps and then you just yeah. have that as Battlefield is a living, breathing, like online war shooter. You call just call it, it Battlefield, yeah, yeah it's just a free download. Because call, call of Duty has got like the war zone, it's got that, that's its specific thing. Battlefield doesn't have an identity in this current era. So it no, should just true. basically go, look, we're just gonna grab all the popular maps from way back in the day, three, four, uh, Battlefield one, what nineteen forty, whatever, and we're gonna put them into different uh, map packs and let you all play it uses the same mechanics it uses the same this across the entire yeah. board go well that's kind of what like the, the, the hitman became like it was yeah, like hitman's yeah, yeah. just a, a, a platform that becomes something else yeah. yeah and it's like now it's just this big thing where you can leap into anyone there's like tons of maps that are on there now yeah. and same with master chief um the master chief collection for halo like that just has all of halo in it right now yeah, and like um, so the yeah. hitman one for example great great point is Thank that you. it just is you don't ever need another Hitman game. You plug into the existing formula because it has perfected its own genre. Like it's, yeah. it is. I remember like when they re-released it, it's like the whole world of assassination thing. Yeah. It's like Hitman's genuinely incredibly impressive now. Like I always really liked that 2016 one um, since then, but they've only built on it and built on it. And then now if you get Hitman, you do get this big like plug-in platform thing where you get tons of levels and tons of different <laughs> missions and everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's interesting seeing where things are going. I think that'll be something that comes into the phone across next year. Um, how many questions have we done? One. Yeah. Second Classic. question from Paul McSoul, who says, Howdy, lads. So Alan Wake Howdy. 2 has got me very much into Old Gods of Asgard, a.k.a. Post of the Fall, and I'm really digging it. What's the last game that made you do a deep dive into a musical artist's catalogue? 
He also says, does Jake... Oh, no, that was a question when uh, Andy Murray was on the other week. He was asking if Jake the Snake still wrestles or am I ancient? Jake the Snake is with AEW, yeah, but he, he, he doesn't wrestle. He does not wrestle. He does not no. wrestle. And uh, forever he will be um, etched into my mind for Heroes of Wrestling where he squeezed his, uh, let's just say, uh, supple man breasts together and got a, <laughs> a, a person in the audience to touch them. It was a low point for his career, but a... I've never seen this, but I also don't, don't want to. Don't, don't. It's, no. it's like watching a man who is absolutely off his bin... Um, just going uh, like it, like it's not a fun experience and it's just a wow this is as low as you can go but That's i'm great. just happy for him now that he's uh the ddp game and helped him out legend yeah. um so uh, go back to the original question uh a a video game whose soundtrack pushed you to go explore their other works for me it's darren corb anything from oh the, um, is it super giant um yeah super, yeah super giant games from transistor i always, and get, bastion. Them, I always yeah. get them so confused with super giant super massive yes so, same. but i i remember playing bastion and going wow that soundtrack's amazing and it became my one of my most played albums uh of the year of release and as soon as uh-huh. transistor came out i was like immediately downloading that when pi came out immediately downloaded that i was just like boom 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 anything from there <laughs> so yeah um it kind of sparked my love for like uh, i don't even know what genre music it is like mm. alternate ambient I, I, I don't even know no i mean i think i was thinking of like um because uh, my go-to is nearly always just synthwave stuff and like yeah. discovering carpenter brute through hotline miami and then getting locked because we didn't have that much stuff out by then but the trilogy album it's just a collection of eps that thing's phenomenal i'm pointing at you because you sold me midnight fight express on the strength of that soundtrack oh and that that's that's noise cream belter. noise cream is incredible Absolute yeah yeah belter soundtrack that so, yeah, yeah. Uh, and i got into a lot more synthwave stuff because of that ended up going Shout. down the sort of like i don't is it like synth steps it's so I don't know. Like, it's like heavy like yeah i was gonna say it's, it's more metally you need to check out dance with the dead they've not been on yeah. uh i don't think any games yet but dance with the dead are a full-on heavy metal synth band where it's just like they have a, a particular album called love to death that is just really chunky and like riffy and whatever but it's also super synthy um and it's awesome i am um, got massively into um tomoyo otani across the yeah, pandemic who's yeah. the um one of the like well-known sort of sega composers did sonic frontier stuff um like the sonic music has never missed that franchise has been all over the yeah, place but yeah. the music's always bang on um <laughs> whether it's like cheesy surf rock stuff or the really like fun electronic stuff um and also there's a dude um it's a weird artist name it's sanog it's like s-a-n-o-d-g like yeah. sanodg um and i don't know what the real uh dude's name is but he did one of the tekken soundtracks back in the day oh the um, and they're on soundtrack well, that's just Ooh. that stuff's awesome. The guy that I, the guy that I was following was like the Tekken Tag composer. Okay, um, but his like pseudonym or his like uh, artist name is like this Sanog thing. And if you search S A N O D G. Um, you find this album called uh, Brightness, and it's this really fun, like sort of throwback. Like uh, I mean, I guess it was released. It was released a yeah. few years ago, but like early two thousands kind of track. And it, 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 like it reminds me a lot of the music that was on the Matrix soundtrack. Oh, nice! Um, nice. And it's just uh, it's really well put together. But it's a very specific time. I think you kind of had to grow up with it to a point. But if you like the sound of the Tekken Tag soundtrack, which I very much do, um, it's like a whole album of stuff like that. Nice. So I think my main one's going to be synth, but I think like overall uh, we've got a good selection of I, stuff. I definitely fell down the um the cyberfunk hole as well yes. because obviously um bomb rush cyberfunk when that came out i was like looking into all of the artists that featured onto that soundtrack because it wasn't just and i and i'm really sorry i'm gonna forget the name but there was the original composer hidetaka nakayuma is that right i may have completely oh god that. i know who you mean but, but i forget the guy's full the, name he he's amazing and did the soundtrack for jet set radio and jet set radio future right. he composed uh two tracks or one track for bomb rush cyberfunk and it was amazing, 
But all of the other artists on there, I was like, at first I was a d- bit disappointed because mm. I wasn't getting like his work. But then um, I went and explored all of them and found there was a person called, I think it's Too Mellow, and they have a soundtrack. And I think I sent it to you, which was I've called heard of that. Yeah, yeah, Songs I think you just of Future Tokyo. And it's a whole yeah. album. And my God, that album or that thing that is on YouTube is amazing. It's uh-huh. one of my most uh, viewed or listened to things while I'm working at the moment. Yeah, so I mean, fun. it's like... Instrumental stuff, electronic stuff. When I was younger, I was always just, it was just rock. It was just metal. Like, I wasn't that bothered about it. And then it, it would have been from Hotline Miami onwards. So that's like 2012, 2013. Yeah. Um, started getting way more into this, like, really well done, like, heavy dance or heavy electronic mm-hmm. or heavy synth wave or, like, something. I mean, even then it can be lighter, but, like, that's stuff that really goes for it. Like, if you like big, chunky synth wave, that noise cream guy is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the Midnight Fight, uh, fight, <laughs> fight Club? I'm, that's Midnight on, Fight I, Express. That's the one. That stuff's awesome. Um, question from Willie Arroyo, who says, in one sentence, do an annual review of the big three, PlayStation, Nintendo, and Xbox. If you wish, elaborate. Have a, okay. <laughs> have a nice okay. weekend. Oh, also, he asked how many podcasts are left for the year. Well, we have one. We have this podcast today that we're getting through, and I'm pre-recording as long as my head doesn't give out. Um, one more thing today that has been pre-recorded for the holidays, um, but that's it. We're, we're largely winding down for the year. Yeah. Um, just ravaged by illness across the board and people not being available, but we're doing yeah. what we can. Um, and yeah, I think the last one will be the one that I'm recording uh, later today that'll be going out in the holidays. And then we'll resume, I think it'll be the second week of January or maybe the end of the, of the first week of January, something Fair. like that. Okay. But it'll be in January anyway. Nice. Um, in terms of the big three, are like a year in review for them. Uh, if Nin- I just said PlayStation in 2023 to you. Yeah, go on then. Well, just that. <laughs> That's just what I'm that. If, I, if I was like, PlayStation in 2023, what do you think? I mean... <sighs> PSVR 2. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just having to think. I have to collect my thoughts. There's a lot of stuff to have. Um, mm. Positive steps um, by changing of command. Uh, PSVR 2 is great, if not very expensive. I that existed. Yep. Poor peripheral decisions with the PS Portal. Um, amazing first-party games. Not enough of them. That's fair. I think for me, it would I would use it would be a word. It would be rediscovery. Ooh. I think that they um, they try to dump the. I can't do this in one sentence, basically, but I think they they try to keep going with the live service push. They tried to convince everybody that that was the thing. Yeah. And I think that the stuff we were mentioning earlier about um, you know I'm waiting to see what they're doing next year. I think that all the different things that they tried to push for this year um, led to the Last of Us multiplayer being cancelled and then realizing that they need to go back to single player stuff. Yeah. And I think that Jim Ryan, as much as he's a great businessman. He's made them a ton of money and he navigated through the pandemic and everything. I don't think he's a fit as yeah, a head of a, a gaming brand no. in the same way that um, like a Doug Bowser is on Nintendo or the or Shigeru Miyamoto or um, Phil Spencer is over on Xbox. Um, like I just don't think he uh, fits as well as the competition. But I think overall they've kind of had to just realize what they can't go for. And yeah. as much as the, the single player identity was something that came from the PS4 era. And I think um, I think they've realized that like that's their thing, yeah. that they can't just cash in on the, the live service stuff um nintendo business as usual very um, little first well that was just a very little first party stuff but you had pikmin 4 you've got fire emblem i'm um, super mario um, rpg as well mario odyssey I actually what am i talking about you got mario wonder you've got zelda yeah. tears of the kingdom they've yeah, had a bang I'd, I'd, I'd say that they've had an excellent year for first party titles uh people are chomping at the bit uh for the new switch that's been rumored for yes. over a year at this point now so i feel like 2024 is going to be the year that they pull the trigger on and this is my big prediction of <laughs> the year then new console will be a vr only console and i oh, know jesus i know that sounds like it's absolutely horrible 
No, no, no. It, well, it's, it, that's that's what it's going to be. Because think <laughs> about it this way: we have moved from uh, consoles that you had uh, in your living room. Then they got smaller. Uh-huh. Then they got more portable. Now they got more refined. And I think that the Switch Two is going to come out, and it's going to be accompanied by a VR headset style thing that was the what was the weird um, cardboard? I was just going to say, yeah, the Nintendo Labo. Labo. It's that was the tester for it, and then they're going to move into the full VR oh market because they have realised above all else that graphics do not matter because they have always had the lowest um, spec hardware out there. They right. are going to go instead into a full VR showcase and that's going to make it the most affordable, the most uh, comfortable, the best <laughs> one because they are a toy maker at heart and this is what it's going to be. That is my big, bold prediction. <laughs> that would be horrible, but I, I would like to see them do that. And the thing is, as someone who has or had a Nintendo Labo and had their VR extension to that, where you just slot the Switch into a cardboard sleeve and yeah. strap it to your head, yeah. um, it worked well enough, but like, I don't want my game. I don't want Nintendo to just do VR only. I, how I would just, they do I, side I, I, Mario? I just think that that may be how they do things. I just, I don't know why. Strap I, have, I have no face. idea what I'm basing this on, just a gut feeling, but I just think to myself <laughs> that they are the people that will be able to take VR to the next level. That is fair enough. I think for Xbox, um, I can't. I kind of can't do it. My one sentence would just be, "What the hell are you guys doing?" No, um, but I think no, I've, they've had a good I've said year. that for years anyway. I just, I don't know. I don't think Game Pass is it. I don't think Game Pass is like, you know, single-handedly being the thing that everybody's flocking to Xbox for. Like this <laughs> year, we saw their sales only get worse in Europe. There was a whole thing about how the market share. I'm sure they only have twenty uh, percent of the market share, and it's just, it's not working. For the love of God, just put some games out. Phil Spencer now, even earlier this year was saying it's not about the games it clearly is well he said it's not about the games before you then sunk an absolute country's net worth onto uh <laughs> buying every single publisher worth a damn and working uh-huh. with the rest so they 2023 if um you said that the playstation was about rediscovering this one here is basically just um uh, preparation for 2024 yes. because they're going to release a slew of games with all of their new publishers under their belts and they'll just be like cool right you said we didn't have any uh, first party titles across this year now we have all of your favourites you would Every think so one. I mean they've been buying stuff up for like five years or but whatever I feel now. like they it's bought like, the biggest you know. of the big boys this year yeah well it'll take ages before uh, or a little while before the Activision stuff shakes out like until mm. they meaningfully change the, the cadence of Call of Duty or whatever but then you've still got what's the next project from Double Fine like what's the, yeah. what's in the works from Undead Labs and people like that um, I think it's a state of decay for them but like you know yeah what have you finally got after five six seven years of buying people back then and then telling them okay you can do whatever you want what's your dream project and go from there um, but yeah I think it's been a it's been a weird year for gaming tons of different re- releases but I think the big three um, are still navigating the post-pandemic yeah. world to a degree last question very super simple question as me and Jules are both dying question yeah. from Mike T who says what do you think Max Payne 1 and 2 will look like now they're both being remade, which actually that might drop next year for all we know. What do you, what do you mean by what do they look like now? I mean, I can see what they look like now. I can go onto my old uh, consoles and play them. What do you mean? Like, yes. As in, like, how are they going to feel when the remake comes I, I, out? T- I took this question to be like, <laughs> what do you do with those original two games if you're re-rendering them and doing them in the North Fight engine? Because like, they've said they're fully remaking them. Yeah. They're going to be in the, the Alan Wake 2 engine. And I'm looking and so forward like, to it. It's going to be absolutely amazing because this was the game that popularized uh, bullet time shooting in like third-person mm. action games. So um, to go back and show people how they did it would be amazing. However, I do think that they need to remember above all else that the reason that Max Payne 3 succeeded so well was because it had very intuitive level design. It constantly kept you Uh. moving through spaces that maybe didn't necessarily feel like a a normal human built them, but it was like, okay, cool, here's a great shooting area. Here's a great sort of like... um, 
uh, office space to shoot and yeah, destroy yeah, stuff yeah. around. So I reckon that they're going to focus on big, destructible action set piece scenery stuff. And I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, man. Max Payne 3 did that, re- that stuff really, really well. Yeah. Like, also, shout out to Max Payne 3. That game always gets overlooked. Yeah. And like, it's it's not my favorite of the trilogy by far. It's just a different tone. But I love what 3 is. Um, I think considering that... Because um, you've not played Alan Wake 2 yet, I don't think. No, I haven't. No, no. Right. Because like, they um, do a whole thing with... Um, they don't mention him by name, but like they do a whole thing with Max Payne and Alex Casey and Sam Lake and that face yeah. and whatever in, in Alan Wake 2. I think that's what Max Payne will literally look like. Yeah. I think it's literally going to be a, a Sam Lake scan um, at this point because, they, like I said, they do a lot of stuff with that that detective character in Alan Wake 2. Um, but it's a weird thing as well because Max Payne 2 had that weird other guy scanned in yeah, to be like did, a different face. Yeah. So I don't know if you just kind of reset and do um, do something else but yeah overall this has been the title partner podcast the UBP the UBP the, the UBP. UBP a sickeningly full UBP yeah. I've been Scott Table. that's been Jules Gill I have indeed thank you so much for having me and I hope that everyone listening has a fantastic Christmas and a very merry new year yeah merry Christmas and a happy holidays to all hopefully you all get what do you call it healed cleaned up I was going to say yeah. get healed up across the holidays have a lovely time thank you all very much for listening and we'll catch you very soon Goodbye. Bye, everyone. (laughs) So ill. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.